This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Sharifa Nadira's Measure of Seeds is a mini showcase featuring a five-part etching series, a sewn installation and a collection of curiosities. It's described as an ecological pursuit to understand the ephemerality and transformation of our fragile landscape, attempting to recollect the geographical history of plantations in Malaysia, whilst also exploring the idea of plant migration across continents. That sounds like a lot, so I'm going to find out more about this body of works and the themes that it explores from the artist herself who joins me now and also Zikri Rahman who is the curator of the exhibition and I must tell folks I just found out that they are also a married couple. (laughs) Welcome both of you. How are you today? We're good. good. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Absolute, Thank you for having us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I've, we've had the pleasure of having both of you on BFM separately before, um, both no strangers to this show. Um, Nadira, I think it was just last year that you spoke to us at BFM about your illustrated book, which is called Recalling Forgotten Tastes. Um, can you yes. remind us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, Recalling Forgotten Tastes is um, basically a collection of uh, illustrations and conversations with some of the Orasi communities uh, throughout my time with them um, while researching about uh, their indigenous food ways and their culinary practices. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it was a wonderful book and, you know, really, yeah. really fascinating and, and such an interesting uh, insight, right, into things that I think folks like me would never know about. So, um, but of course, you are also a, a visual artist. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about uh, what, you know, got you interested in visual arts in the first place. Well, um, I practiced in architecture before <laughs> for a few years, um, but uh, the jump to where I am now is quite expected, I guess, because I always crave for something new. Uh, I always want to learn something new, especially in art making. Yeah, and I ventured into graphic design and the printing industry for a while and just decided to try this residency in Rimbundahan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so essentially that experience sort of uh, carved that path for me to explore more of that uh, different forms of art, particularly printmaking, which sort of uh, forced me to slow down. <laughs> ah. And it's it's like the the kind of reset that I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and I mean, talk to me a little bit about why what it is about it that made you slow down. I mean, the whole process of it, right? I mean, can you explain that to our listeners? Okay. Uh, for those who are familiar or maybe not familiar with printmaking, it's the form of art that I'm venturing into right now. It's called etching. So <laughs> it's a super intensive and laborious process for me, which is very contrasting to what I've been familiar with um, before, <laughs> which was watercolour paintings and... Um, ink mm-hmm, illustrations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to explore that um, part of printmaking. Hence, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a t- different take of um, of process for me. Yeah. Okay, and, and far more laborious, as you were saying. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, I mean, even pa- I mean, painting, watercolour, that's also <coughs> laborious, but this is a whole different kettle of fish, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's like you have a, dif- a relationship with the the process itself you know like it it's it takes days and weeks to just perfect one print yeah okay. <laughs> which is quite different from um watercolor or 
um, a different painting method. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So whole new thing. Like it was a whole new experience for yeah. you as well. Okay. Yeah. And I've been fortunate enough to learn that from uh, Cheta Studio Blast, which is the um, studio that focuses on teaching printmaking. Mm-hmm. That's it's based in the. Camp. It's been it's based in uh, Wangsa Melati, okay. uh, run by a group of artists, namely Samsudin Wahab. Of course, uh, yeah, yes, Faizal yes. Suhaif. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, sounds really interesting. And I want yeah. to find out more about how that has translated into this current body of works. But Zikri, if I can quickly ask mm. you, no stranger, I mean, we've spoken, we've had the pleasure of speaking twice. Uh, we spoke on uh, Buku Jalanan, of course, and then Eyes That Speak. Uh, um, just remind our listeners about, you know, some of the things that you've been working on. All right. Actually, this is my first time actually working in a collaboration with a fine art artist, mm-hmm. which actually takes up into an exhibition which is in a white gallery or black box, which is completely different from my previous um, artistic practice. So, for example, like you mentioned, with Buku Jalanan, it's a, actually a network of um, library and community. And as well with the um, Ashidat Speak, it's a photo documentation project for the communities, the students' community in Chowket during yeah. the pandemic. So, it's a completely different trajectory that I'm collaborating with uh, Sharifah Nadira this time around. So it's completely a fine art project. But then again, of course, in terms of the conversation that we are having, in terms of the collaboration that we are having, it actually uh, informs our arts production as well. Mm-hmm. For example, when we have um, a sense of collaboration with, um, for example, with uh, like what um, um, Dee mentioned earlier, um, with Cetak Tujoblas, for example, that's the first time we actually work together with a pre-making collective and as well as um, people from Rimba Ilmu, which is a botanic garden based in University Malaya. Mm-hmm. So it is actually a very interesting um, site and, and people that we are engaging in this particular project. Yeah. Are you also dabbling in printmaking, uh, Zikri? No. No. <laughs> no, no <laughs> but, but he has but helped me. Yeah, yeah for, for this particular project. Okay. Apart from being a curator, right. I'm also like helping with producing some mm-hmm. of the artwork in terms of the labor. The labor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The muscle, part of yeah. the muscle. In the yes, team. true. In the team. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. And I guess, you know, for you, D, um, how would you describe your, your, art, your art style? You know, yeah. Yeah, I'm very bad at describing my own <laughs> art style. But I guess I, uh, I've always loved working with watercolor, like uh, I mentioned before. Um, I guess it provides a great uh, medium for me to explore my areas of interest, which are mainly um, pertaining to environmental issues or um, mainly ethnobotanical related. Yeah, so as an artist, uh, I love exploring um, our relationship with food and nature. So, yeah, that's been always quite close to my heart. Yeah. And why why has, you know, things like ethnobotany, how, why has uh, issues like environmentalism been close to your heart? Um, I guess it it stemmed from the project, the, the book that I wrote on uh, recalling mm. forgotten tastes. Um, the work does not stop there. So it, this is a different take of, um, of the project and the process for me, um, but also still pertaining to environmental issues and um, you know uh, ethnobotany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before this, before this project, we wouldn't even know that um, uh, that the issue with uh, CPTPP um, agreement, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was highlighted um, by our uh, contributor called Srimas, um, 
So they mentioned about this issue that was um, CPTPP, which was signed in his before the government was dissolved. Yeah. Um, so those kind of issues, um, I tried to reflect in my uh, art making. And also one of the the artworks in this exhibition reflect that as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And I'll ask you yeah. more about that yeah. uh, in a little bit. But I'm always, always interested in process, right? So how, uh, you know, you got that, you know, how you arrive at what you consider to be your final form. Um, what can you tell me about your own personal process? I guess uh, it, it does a lot with uh, learning from others. Yeah. The process is yeah, basically a, a form of learning process for me. So I I believe that there is so much that we can learn from the perspective of others um, that I've, I may not ex- share the similar experiences with, but, but I do find that we have the problems will somehow affect all of us as a society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, the CBTPP issue and um, how it affects the livelihood of farmers and eventually our source of food. Correct. Food security, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. And um, so, you know, in the in the introduction, I sort of mentioned those different themes that you are uh, exploring, right? Can you talk to me a little bit about that? You know, the, the choice of those themes, uh, I guess, you know, the sorts of symbols and images uh, in your works that have come through in this particular exhibition. Like, how did you arrive at that final product? Yeah. I've always been fascinated by <laughs> the natural world as you can see throughout my work. And this part of the world that we live in now is um, has an abundant and vibrant ecological history. So uh, while working on the book, The Recalling Forgotten Tastes, um, and looking into indigenous food waste, different plants like, you know, cassava, you know, all that, uh, always crop up in different periods of time. Um, <laughs> crop you said crop yeah <laughs> not unintended sorry yeah carry on and yeah always end up as crop plantations you know <laughs> yeah and that sort of struck a lasting curiosity in me mm-hmm. um, to understand how a non-native species like cassava uh, nutmeg or mm. you know uh, sugarcane for example could be significant in our social and uh, cultural context in this region. So yeah, from the from the very beginning for this project, I I really wanted to explore the idea and concept of invasiveness and um, how it relates back to colonialism. <laughs> yeah, and so those introduced species of plants that were brought by explorers, naturalists, plant collectors, uh, sort of gave way to that larger part of colonialism uh, in the form of crop plantations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, That's so interesting, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's interesting for us to explore the idea that migration of seeds uh, take place alongside migration of labour as well. So we thought that uh, it would be interesting to ca- uh, capture that in this um, in this exhibition, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that sounds really, really fascinating. And you know, for you, Zikri, you know, as as a curator of this show, I mean, talk to me a little bit about the collaboration. I mean, uh, between you and Adira, as you mentioned, your first, uh, I guess, official collaboration, <laughs> artistic collaboration. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about you know how you developed this exhibition. Yeah, I guess for like like what have been mentioned by um, Nadira earlier, this is her first time actually delving into 
um, etching printmaking, right? And of course, not only that, it's also the question of like developing an installation you know, and the mixed media production for this exhibition. Mm. So for her, it's a, a developing kind of artistic production that she envisioned for quite some times uh, from her previous works with Recalling Forgotten Taste. So the measure of six is actually just a continuation of what she has been um, fascinated for quite some times. So in that, in that, in our collaboration together, of course, like um, I'm coming from a hard science perspective as well, right? Sure. Working, uh, she's an architect. Mm. I used to do my uh, undergraduate studies in quantity surveying, but then ended up doing cultural studies and social science. So for this kind of project, it actually helps to understands, like for example, uh, when she mentioned about architecture at the very first place, we also have to understand the logic of plantation when mm. she mentioned about the migration of labor and how plantation actually helps to or even facilitate the process of of colonial logics, you know. Mm. For example, on how certain migration or certain migrant workers are being fixated in a specific areas in Peninsular Malaysia, for example, within the um, within the rubber plantation, mm -hmm. in the cassava plantation and whatnot. And of course, like from my perspective as a former quantity surveying student, <laughs> I, I try to understand it from the perspective of how much labor is actually being put into, into those kind of um, process of migration of seeds as well as migration of humans. Mm. So in that sense, it does actually develop not necessarily, you know, in a very hard science kind of approach to it, yeah, yeah. but it actually helps us as a amateur, I must say, um, into understanding the social historical landscape of our land. Mm. And in that case, it actually helps to continue our collaboration with, um, for example, our friends at Rimbu Ilmu, and of course, uh, UBI, as in uh, Urban Biodiversity Initiative. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Terry Goh, um, he's a very um, good friend of mine, yeah. a good friend of us actually, where he actually involved as the researcher. Mm -hmm. So he actually, the one who actually provide us with the out inputs. On, okay. For example, when, when in this particular project, in the etching prints, um, Nadira actually um, explored in, the intertwined relationship between the pest, the pollinator, the pest controller, as mm -hmm. well as the human's hands mm -hmm. in the developments of plantation in, in Malaysia. Okay. So, you know, like we're coming from different backgrounds, but then again, our fascination with um, the logic of plantation, the logic of colonialism, as well as the um, continuous um, movements of seeds and humans actually draw drawn us together into this exhibition for this exhibition. That's fascinating, yeah. and I think Terry is also very involved in urban biodiversity mm -hmm. as well, right? So does that also come into play uh, in in your works as well? Has that also, I mean, his sort of input also informed your works as well? Yeah, definitely. I guess it's. Uh, I mean, I've collaborated with Ubi itself before sure. on uh, <laughs> workshops on wildflowers and weeds. Mm. So uh, it's interesting to see this, um, you know, scientist, non-scientist relationship yeah, happen yeah. in this kind of collaboration. Yeah, so um, throughout the, the process of uh, learning and unlearning, uh, yeah, he informed us um, throughout most of the um, 
the subjects that we wanted to explore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I guess also as a comment also on the sort of deforestation that's happening. I don't know. I'm just drawing from what you guys are saying. So all these invasive species, so the plantations coming in, sort of taking away all our native species, our rainforests, and you know also uh, in an, in a way maybe a commentary on the sort of climate crisis that we find ourselves in, and the biodiversity crisis that we find ourselves in. Would I be right in, in assuming that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Like yeah. like for example because. When we actually like reading through all the um, notes and books, and of course the archival resources that we try to, how to say, like try to encapsulate yeah. in this exhibition, of course we can see how ecological disruption happen from time to time. Of course, like with the institu- institutionalization of like the botanical garden, like Kew Garden in London, mm. you know, like the ideas of being an extractive institution where they can actually just. Um, taking or pick and choose certain um, species, you know, on how they can actually turn it into a commodity. Yeah. So those kind of legend actually happens until now. Yeah. You know, with with what um, um, Nadira mentioned earlier on on CPTPPA, mm. the Comprehensive Progressive uh, Trade Partnership Agreement, is very much what we are facing. It's a new forms of colonialism, colonialism yeah. to that extent, right? Because. For example, um, through our conversation with our collaborators, uh, Dr. Animitin from mm-hmm. Srimas, she did mention on how, like, s- the idea of seed sharing, which actually uh, provided the nuances uh, for us in producing one of the installation, a grain of rice. Mm-hmm. We tried to capture, you know, the, the ideas, the logic of seed sharing network between different community, because, for example, in Borneo. Like the seed sharing um, practice is very much um, vibrant there mm-hmm. because rice itself is being deemed as a sacred um, object. Sure. But then again, what happened right now is just another commodity. So there's no a cultural value to it. So from our conversation with our fellow collaborators, we got to know more about the the logics behind the seed sharing network as well mm-hmm. as the possibilities of what we can go beyond that because when you mentioned about the ecological disruption or ecological um you know um destruction yeah. destruction yeah. it's like is that the end for us mm-hmm. but then nature actually provide us another answer mm-hmm. with with for example when we discuss about the question of invasiveness right mm. what we deem as invasive actually the nature doesn't really deem as invasive they actually provide another ways of ecosystem, another ways of logic to the whole forest, to the whole um, collaboration that happens, you know, between different species. Mm-hmm. So maybe through this exhibition, actually, we, we, can that, we can understand, like, for example, like a trip, like a kutu, you know, like a kutu in our hair or even kutu in, a, in, in, a, the, rice. in the rice. Yeah. Actually, it provides another nuances for us to understand the... the the, the the plantation that we have the crop that we have right now mm. for for example um for for the sugarcane one of the subject matters that that um being um explored. Ex- explored in this exhibition we get to know that actually as much as we identify it as a human way we we see that oh um the ends and the trip mm-hmm. is actually a pass but for them like trip and the end, they're actually working together, <laughs> uh, you know? Interesting, yeah. Yeah, for us, oh, they're just another yes, pass. Yeah. But then looking at the relationship that they, that they actually established together, it's very yeah. fascinating. It's like for us, it's pass, but for them, 
they just want to live together <laughs> you know happily ever after and they yeah. find ways to they find ways right? to, to yeah. yeah so mm. those kind of narrative those mm. kind of of perception is very much important for us to explore in this project as well mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this exhibition, I must say. <laughs> um, we're just running out of time, but I guess yeah. you know, for anyone who who is listening, right? I mean, what do you want the audiences to know most about this exhibition? Like, what you're trying to, I guess, what you're trying, what your aims are for this uh, exhibition? Uh, please come and um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I guess it's nice to have a chat and discuss more. On, uh, how this entails and I know it's quite a lot but uh, I do try to explore uh, some of the relationships between this you know past pollinator plant relationship and um, just to highlight that what Waziki mentioned before is that uh, a different kind of coloni- colonization is happening now with the you know things like CPTPPA agreement mm. Um, so the idea of the exhibition is to show that um, it's still very much alive. Colonization is still very much alive, um, and sort of the the rice installation sort of wraps up the exhibition. Um, yeah, to to show that. Um, this is still very much ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. It's colonialism, but just in different names, right? Nobody's yeah. calling it that, but it is actually well and alive. Well and alive. Yeah. <laughs> and Zikri, I'm yeah. going to put you in a spot here, you know, from all, all of the different pieces that are featured in Measures of Seeds, which is your favourite and why? I guess for me, it would be the etching prints because that's the first time she actually delved into doing like a etching prints in the process. So I, I observe how intricate it is, how laborious it is, and how intimate the process is because as much as we can control, you know, like by putting the the, the, uh, the, the metal plate into the acid, you know, to, to corrode all the lines that she etched on the metal plate, yeah, it's something that we can control as well at the same time. So just kind of dialectic, you know, like <laughs> whether we can control it or not, but uh-huh. then it does transpire into into like the prints that she tried to envision at the, at, at the end. So for me, the, the series um, as a whole capture those kind of, of essence of the exhibition. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's that's my perspective on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to come and see it. Um, yeah. the exhibition, of course, is called Measure of Seeds. Um, the Malay name is uh, Takah Bani, right? And you were trying to explain to me what Takah means earlier, Zikri. Could you just explain that to our <laughs> listeners? Okay, um, takah is actually a kedahan colloquial terms for like a special or arrangement or a sense of space. So so for this measure of seats or takah bene is basically I try to look at the long historical trajectory from the pre-colonial, post-colonial um, plantation or, or the migration that happens um, throughout the formation of Malaya formally to Malaysia what it is now. Mm. So so that's that's how I perceive the idea of Takabene as well as the measure of seats. Okay. All right. Well, again, it's called Measure of Seeds and it's happening over at Rimba Ilmu Botanic Garden, which is over in uni- at the University of Malaya. Uh, visiting hours 11am to 4pm on weekdays and 11am to 5pm on weekends. Uh, entrance is uh, free, free, right? Yeah. And the exhibition is ongoing at the moment right up to the 26th of December. So plenty of time. Do catch it. My thanks again to both my guests today. I've been speaking to Sharifa Nadira, a visual artist, and Zikri Rahman, the curator of the exhibition called 
measure of seeds. If you missed any part of our conversation today, just download the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row, or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.